Scarpins Audio. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello, folks. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity. It's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy. It is John Boy time. I'm your host, John Francis Fahey. Joining me, as ever, is Ball E. Like Wall E. Back from Bali. Ball E. Aaron Josephita. Dude, that is. <laughs> it's so this bad. is one uh, that must so, be struck from the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be taken down. This will be fixed like, in post. <laughs> this will be. Ball E. Ball E. <laughs> R. Bali. <laughs> Richard Bali. I mean, you could have done something like that. I could have, yeah. R. Bali. Yeah. Dick Bali. <laughs> Dick Baller. Bali McBallface. Dick Baller. God, imagine putting that in your. Stop. <laughs> You want to be a dick baller. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good to be back. Uh, to my right, your left. Handsome Matt Brousseau, the Frenchman henchman. Hey. How you hey, doing? what do you hey. got there, boy? Oh, it's a big, fat, big bottle-opening dick. Yeah, dude, they make... They Jesus got, Christ, it dude, is dick-shaped. That, that's the smallest one. Holy yeah. shit. Dude, they make... Like, Look at the little balls at the bottom. Balls. Ball E. They got ball, big They almost ones. look like tits. They got big balls? Dude, they got... Big cock bottle openers. It's yeah, perfect. What? I don't believe in gender, so yeah, it looks who like has the biggest balls of them all. Anyway, there's tits on this dick. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's how I like it. Mm-hmm. A couple I get of it. big fat milkers right at the bottom of your shaft. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Squirt white liquid everywhere. Oh, both <laughs> so of them. Gross. No, that makes sense. Oh my god, both of them. All three. Sorry. <laughs> Let me juggle these dick tits around. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get some nipples tattooed on my balls. That's a good idea. Let's all do that. Yeah, that's ah. fun. Okay. <laughs> well, that was easy. You first. Okay. Let's do each other, actually. I think we should all get very different nipples to yes. show the diaspora. Mm. You know what I mean? The, dia- the nipple, the great nipple diaspora. Yeah, because they've because some of them have gone very Rogue. far. These some, of them, are- some of them have gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna get some wrong ones. Yeah. Big areolas. I like borderless areolas. Yeah, the ghost in the dark. The ghost yeah, nipples. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's a fun time. I like the ones that you can read the braille. Mm. And you're like, oh, it says SOS or something mm-hmm. like that. Braille and Morse code. Yeah. I guess. And then the nipple is like a, like a darker color, but the areola is lighter. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. All uh, that shit's cool, man. All dude, that all, shit's cool. The weirder your nipples are, the more fucking taken <laughs> we are about. Yeah. And I say nipples as a catch-all. Mm. Both the nipple and the areola. Same. I know that. Same. I mean, listen. The nipple area. Yeah, listen. We know the vagina is not the vulva, but yeah. we, we call it the vagina anyways. Okay? Yeah, whatever the clit is. <laughs> who cares? All right, that, now that's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is coming from a guy that did a commentage. <laughs> did I straight up did? It was awesome. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Bali? Just a couple, <laughs> couple of. Uh, you know, uh, you went there with Marcella Lens Pope. Marcella Lens Pope. We gotta play some clips from that next media. Yeah, this guy fucking spitting out Marcella's name. Yeah. I listen to the credits just to hear him say it. Yeah, every time. Yep, every time he's, he's chewing on the, that. the 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 coming next on Marvel's Wastelanders has already happened. Mm-hmm. I sit through all of, to get all, to the additional voices. Additional by. voices bar. Uh, 
Marcelo Lynch Pope. Dan Fink. Yeah. Bruce Winan. Marcelo Lynch Pope. <laughs> he does. He fucking chews on it. He's like a fucking steam whistle, that guy. Yeah. My name is Tim Rose. Rose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who well, yeah. I found out is Admiral fucking Akbar. Yeah. That's it, Yeah, it's a trap oh, guy. Oh, wow. He's the guy fucking spitting out Marcelo. No, the original one was as actual squid. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, it's actually calamari. <laughs> oh. Because it's a mod calamari race. <laughs> so get it right or pay the price. Okay. <laughs> God, remember when they had so politically remember they had Imperial do the fucking the the calamari thing? Yeah, yeah dude. In Watchmen? Yeah. God, yeah. that took me straight back there. Calamari now takes me straight back yeah. to a squid joke from Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's cool. We think about now is calamari. What? Hey, um, really bad. So, uh, yeah, flight there long. <laughs> Did you have all the lady boys and all that shit? No, no, that's not in. That's not. That's not Bali. Bali is a. I'm pretty it, sure that's Bali. I mean, it doesn't matter. You hmm. can still have them. And Bollywood. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> That's what lady boys have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, it's fucking straight up alien shit, man. Like old, everywhere is fucking a temple. Every every house has their own temple, and it's better than the place that they live in. Yeah. Um, straight up comertage. It's like, like never it's seen a, more green. It's and like a hill. living room is better than the the den where your family actually hangs out. <laughs> Dude, it's it's crazy. <laughs> well, the living rooms for guests. The living yeah. rooms, yeah, yeah, for we, yeah. we don't use it's the good china. Don't sit yeah. on that. Yeah, that's no, for, that's yeah. for good people. Don't I live in this house? Yeah, they make offering. They're two twice a day offerings to the gods. And right. What are they offering? None. Uh, <laughs> stuff wrapped in oh, banana yeah. leaf, a little cracker, a flower, a, oh, oh, God. a coin. Really? Wrapped in banana leaf twice a day. You go to the temple. Yeah, there's temples everywhere, dude. Everywhere. Everywhere, so everywhere. is it not uh, uh, as Islamic? It's n it's not at all. Bali is not. The oh. rest of Indonesia is. I see. Uh, well, and then you know, Indonesia has I think fourteen thousand islands. That's a lot of islands, huh? Good God Almighty! Where, where do they in, keep them all? Uh, in the water. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, right there. Uh, keeps them fresh. Uh, <laughs> Indonesia is the fourth fourth largest country by population. Jesus it's Christ! China, India, India is going to beat China. By the way, India, no, China, U.S., Indonesia. Yeah, they got like 275 million people. It's the largest Muslim country by population. Damn. Uh, but Bali is is like straight up Hindu. And I believe Butch is hiding out in Indochina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta have people drumming out of trees. Butch. <laughs> um, I watched yeah, it the man. other night. It's, it's so good. Uh, everyone speaks English. Uh, really? Yeah. It's it's kind of like Australia's. Mexican Riviera, like okay, because I was gonna right say Hawaii there. or something. Yeah, it's like their Hawaii or but Hawaii is their Hawaii. I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't forget about that. Hawaii is expensive. Hawaii is the most expensive place to, place to live in the country. Fuck. Indonesia is cheap as fuck. Yeah, cheap as fuck. They subsidize gas. Yeah. Uh, gas is like, I don't know, the equivalent of I don't know, two bucks a gallon maybe. What's the volcano life like over there? Uh, we did have an earthquake like the last day. No shit. 5.5, that was cool. Yeah. Our fucking villa shook. Really? <laughs> Not because of the pony. <laughs> but it did shake. Also, maybe. There's just like, quick, let's fuck. <laughs> now. Nobody will know. We don't even have to move. I the saw. earth is doing <laughs> Wow. You're so good, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Standard on the right plates. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
So I did see the Living Tribunal statue. I saw that. That, that was, was tight. Dope. That I saw. Uh, is that it, like what it's based on? Well, the Living Tribunal is based. You know, there is the the, the free the three face god in in many cultures. Mm. Hin, Hinduism is just like the oldest and mm-hmm. like fi, uh, visually dopest. Yeah. Um, and uh, not even two face gods. They're tri face. Yeah, wow. there's no fucking lawyers. <laughs> um, <laughs> My turn. We were just like Flip this riding coin. riding s- scooters back from a little excursion. And I look across the fucking rainforest gully, and I just see this gold thing. I'm like, we got to get over there. That's and it was on you. our way back to where we were staying at this, like, bamboo house in the middle of the jungle. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Mm-hmm. And we found the signs and just followed it and, like, just... I don't know how these roads got built. Yeah. I don't know how these people live there. I don't know what it's it's as alien as and as time travely as you can get, but yeah. everyone's super friendly and like happy to see you. That's cool. It yeah. seems like they're in a good mood, dude. They're in a super good mood. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, and so then I just giving up their graham crackers and shit. Oh man, there's some triface yeah, god. They don't need them. They have so many. Some sicko. Uh, it was great. Uh, <laughs> I could talk more about it on the Patreon. All right. Um, there's not much to talk about. But <laughs> It's fucking if you if you dude if you gotta save up a little money and you want to live somewhere go live there. I know. Never seen so much green in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's fucking wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soaking. Oh Soaking yeah. Wet. How are the people uh, as far as the uh, you know the attractiveness? I don't want to speak to that. You don't want to. No 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 no. So they're not looking too hot, huh? Uh, okay. All right. Well. We'll save it for Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to yeah, know yeah, how yeah. fuckable the Indonesians are. <laughs> to Aaron Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Send a sofa draft stand envelope to your mother's house. Listen, man, they're hospitable. Hospitable? Uh-huh. Use the word spit in there? You're more of a hoswallowable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You said it, pal. Brahma. <laughs> Ganesh. Mm-hmm. Mahalo. <laughs> uh, Matt, you were in uh, Chi-Town. What was that like? <laughs> wow. They got a lake. They got, they got yeah. a lake. I saw you by the lake. Did you? I did. You posted a picture about Oh, yeah. I posted a picture of my, uh, my shadow. Yes. By the lake. I was wearing a hat, so you couldn't see my I didn't even know you were there. I was asking you to hang out. Did, did you ask me that before the picture? No, yeah, oh, it was, it was okay. before. Yeah. Okay, good, because that would have been real. It was, it was great. I was, I was so excited to be there. My first night there, I did an open mic. I haven't done an open mic in like... Hey! Did you blow them out of the fucking water? I had a great time. Let's did you really? Yeah. That's nice. They don't know what they're fucking doing over there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't get this guy goes, he goes to Bali once. He goes to <laughs> Chicago <laughs> now. Yeah. Never been. Big Bollywood star. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go, dude. Why? Chicago's Girl. great. Yeah, Why? Dude, yeah, I, I, guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> Listen, man, I went to the fucking jungle, man. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> All right, listen to me. Okay. Hear me now and listen to me later. Okay. Um, <laughs> Matt, I don't know. You might know about this. Okay. Um, because it's of, of Canadian origin. Okay. It was made, um, it, it was uh, uh, brought to my attention, um, by one Dodger. Dodger. And um, 
Can't try. So who knows if it's even real? Yeah. Uh, no, it's 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 very real. Who? It's it's just kind of an unsolved little thing I wanted to do before uh, starting the profile here tonight, which oh boy. probably will be a two-parter. If any of you or your fucking friends have any clue how this fucking thing ends, call us. <laughs> do you know what I did, I did the other day with um, uh, Richard Park? Mushrooms? Uh, Jack, Jack, uh. No, that's the usual thing we do, though. <laughs> Pretty good call. Thanks. Um... I was outside his room, and I go, Richard! And then I hear, like, stumping around, and he, like, opens the door, and he goes, what are you doing out here? And I'm like, I just, you, you don't have I to come, here. I'm like, you don't have to come to the door, just yeah, yeah. yell through it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I wanted to make sure it was you. And I was like, I don't know if you're interested, he goes, I'm not, but tell me. And and I go, okay. I'm like, tomorrow at Braindead Studios, they're showing um, basketball. Oh, Hell yeah, cool. dude. And, you know, he's a huge uh, South Park fan. Yeah. And, um, uh, it... I don't know if it predates Beavis and Butthead Do America. No. No. Okay, so then, it, but it still has Robert, what's it, Robert Stack. It does have Robert Stack. And yeah. he's fucking, but he's on camera, he's going, he goes, uh, the, according to the nosy bitch down the block, <laughs> he's talking about, like, the dude disappearing when yeah. he goes to, like, India to fix the sweatshop that makes their shirts or yeah. whatever the fuck, all that shit, and then... And then he's back on TV playing basketball, and he comes to Robert Stack going, we still have no fucking idea where this guy is. <laughs> basketball? Good movie. Yeah. I mean, bad movie. It's yeah. bad, yeah. But yeah. Dude, nope. me and my best friend in junior high, we like we just started playing basketball in his back driveway. Dude, I was going to say, it was, a, it was a movie when you saw when you're like 13. This game's all right. And yeah. you go like, I understand the rules. Yes. You're like you're like this is a this is a driveway game we actually can play that's not a like mm -hmm. yeah it's so funny it's I cannot I mean I listen man every kid every guy wants to play catch with his son right yeah not me yeah. we're playing basketball dude and you're gonna <laughs> suck the chrome off this trailer was <laughs> 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 fuck it it was Jenny McCarthy Jenny was McCarthy in it. and wh who was she dating Ernest Bornine is the guy yeah, that starts the league yeah. And she comes back and she brings back a like a dull trailer hitch. Yeah, trailer hitch that she chrome. actually sucked the chrome off. She's like, I'm done getting all that she's chrome. She's like, want me to start on this one? <laughs> he's gonna lay some carpet, you know what I mean? And she's laying carpet and he's like he's like the, the floors of my lobby need to get buffed, and then she's buffing it and knocking over his trophies and she's totally stupid. God damn, what a great movie. Anyway, but this was an unsolved mysteries esque type yeah. thing. Um so there's this kid in uh, Digby Neck. And that's in uh, Newfoundland. Mm. He's a Newfie. Um, but you don't know. Um, mm. But uh, this guy is, um, he's onshore and he's freezing cold and an eight-year-old boy named George Albright finds him. And um, he brings him back into the uh, the Albright home in the village. Of what Dig year? Of Digby Neck. This is 1863, Got I believe. It. Jesus Christ, it could be Nosferatu. Probably and, um, his Both of uh, this guy that they came to call Jerome... <laughs> Both of his legs have been amputated just above the knees. Oh, uh, tough start. With evidence that it's done by a skilled surgeon. Oh, good. Hmm. And um, Science, they were only they were they were not fully healed yet. So this is fresh, and um, so yeah, he's you know cold uh, exposure, which means outside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, no legs. So no. people in Digby, Digby Neck are like, oh, what the fuck's going on with this dude? And um, he didn't understand uh, French, Eng English, oh, okay. uh, Latin, Italian, Spanish. Um, some people, uh, he would growl at them like a dog. Uh, you know, he, he was kind of like, you know, um, 
I don't know if you felt like a a a, a freak of some kind uh-huh. or something. Um, and people were like, "Well, look at his hands," and they go, "The hands are so soft." Never done a hard day of labor uh-huh. in his life. And then that kind of leads to some people going like, "It's like a man in the iron mask type situation." Yeah, like somebody He's got uh, dainty, dainty hands with no calluses. Mm-hmm. And and he was Mediterranean in uh, in appearance. They say ah, swarthy. Yes, he was a bit swarthy, mm. uh, and, but he was, you know, a, a, a handsome man. Right? Oh, that's nice. But now he, we know that his legs were chopped off. What about his foreskin? That'll tell you a lot, right, Matt? They didn't bring up the foreskin. Did they well, bring it? Did they bring it down? This is why you need us on the case, pal. <laughs> hey, let me suck his dick. Tell I know. You who he, he is. I know he's wearing a cable knit sweater, but is there a turtleneck underneath? <laughs> so, <laughs> hmm? yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's not Jewish. We got that. Sure tastes like it, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta put another coat of paint on this lighthouse. <laughs> Knees cut. Cock on. <laughs> what, you're, you're yelling from, like, a basement? Yeah. Okay. So these Albrights, uh, they're uh, they're like, you know, we got uh, we got a gang of kids our own. But he stays there for a minute, right? And um, we got a gang he's of a grown kids. man. He's a grown man. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. 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 He's a grown man. And um, they can't get a word out of him. Not a word. Uh, Jerome was because like they asked him his name, and he's he 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 some gibberish sounding oh, like Jerome. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> and then, um, so people from uh, uh, the community would just take care of him, like, house to house. Hmm. Pass him along. Pass yeah. him along. And then, so there was a Baptist community in Digby Neck, and they, um, they decided from his appearance that he must be Catholic. And, um... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. They're like, uh, no, no Protestants look like, uh, that dark, you know what I mean? That's a... Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, look at the forest game. I figured that so, out. So that means he goes to the neighboring French community of uh, Matigan, uh, M-E-T-E-G-H-A-N. Sure. And the government of, of Nova Scotia, um, they uh, they put in like a two dollar stipend uh, a week to support him for for whoever takes care of him. Cool, oh, good, good deal. Bucks. And um, two bucks is two bucks. Yeah. So there's then then so then they're like let's send him to this fucking Corsican character we got down here named Jean Nicola who's a bit of an entrepreneur right? Oh, they got a Corsican fella in in New the, South in, Wales. Yeah, or whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. And they got the one. Yeah. And uh, he was a Corsican deserter, whatever that means. He makes pastries. <laughs> <laughs> Tiramisu. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's swarthy too, probably. Yeah, and he speaks a lot of languages, and he can't get a, a word out of this motherfucker either. Did they try just? Man. You already said the first good thing. Yeah. No, I don't know if they tried to suck his How'd dick. How'd you know that? Uh, well, you brought up his dick all once already. <laughs> yeah. So I know where your head Dude, is at. You get a good sucking going, you're yeah. about to be like, holy <laughs> shit. I mean, just how, if somebody says, oh my God, in their language, yeah. that's where you start. Mm-hmm. I think he said it in Aramaic. Backwards. He's like, I'm taking it to the old school because I'm an old fool. <laughs> his name's Bob. <laughs> That gum you like is going to come back in style. The um, I made it Russian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he stays with this uh, uh, Jean Nicola for seven more years, uh, becoming a favorite of ladies of the household. 
They were sucking. Gene's wife, <laughs> Julit, and his stepdaughter, Madalena. Oh, God. Jerome, what are you doing? I'm stuck in the butter churner. (laughs) (laughs) What are you waddling over here for? (laughs) You're doing that duck stomp over here. God. (laughs) Fucking goose stepping on over. Whack, whack. Um, so after Juliet dies, the wife of uh, Jean, um, he goes back to Europe, and um, uh, Jerome goes to stay with Didier and Zabeth Camus. Come, come out of oh, whatever. Uh, who cares? They're, they're French. <laughs> it's Nova Scotia. Uh, it's Alphonse de Clare near Matigan. It's French shit. Um, so the Camus used. Uh, Jerome's um, relative fame to their advantage, charging admission fees to see him in their house. Come check out this no leg, big dick, having mute. <laughs> check this shit out. Check. Look at the skin on. Man, <laughs> look at man. We tattooed nipples on his stumps. <laughs> look, 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 chicken's got the skin on, man. <laughs> chicken's. <laughs> look, look. We look at those fucked up nipples too. <laughs> <laughs> we tattooed nipples on his. Yeah, man. Sitting fucking thighs. It's like the real thing, man. It'd be so good. He doesn't even care, man. Piper's gonna say no. He's He's growling. All that means he likes it. We're trying to get him to say something. Good surgeon did this. (laughs) Trying to outrage him into saying something by tattooing (laughs) nipples on his balls. He didn't say shit. (laughs) Implied consent. But uh, he hadn't. He hadn't learned anything at this point either. There's I, there's ideas that maybe there was a part of the brain that uh, that that controls speech was damaged and did so he, like, did he uh, show Broca's with a, area? Yes, exactly. Did he show with like a pipe sticking through his head or anything? No. Uh, uh, well, we'll get to that yes. anyway. So um, he stayed he stayed in in, in uh, he stayed there and he seemed uh, content, you know, throughout this time, uh, you know, until a lot of people come around looking at him. Which is the thing where you go like, oh, wherever he came from, was he already kind of slow and made fun of? Was that a thing? Mm-hmm. You know, there's some there's some ideas there. Um, and he died April 15th, 1912. Um, he was there for a good amount of time then. Yes. Uh, 1912, Nova Scotia, by the way, flooded with the bodies of the Titanic. Oh, Jesus. Did you know that? What, the, the thing carrying the bodies in an iceberg there, too? No, they, that's where they buried them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Barry took them all to fucking Nova Scotia. Well, the, ones, the ones they could find. They just know? didn't wash up on shore. Yeah. No, no, no. They went and so got them. far out. No, they went and got them, yeah. Uh, honey, the maybe bodies he, are... Maybe he was one of them, but just so early. <laughs> yeah, he missed the boat, but he got there. <laughs> he was caught between the berg and the boat. <laughs> he lost the leg. Oh! <laughs> it's kind of like a Philadelphia experiment kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah he's... <laughs> Better early than never. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's a good too. too. <laughs> It was like three, four references all Jeez, up in I know. Chew on that one for a while, internet. So here, here, here's here's the uh, the hypothesis. I love hypotheses. Or hypotheses. Sure. It's been suggested that Jerome was a sailor who may have attempted a mutiny, being punished by imputation. Another is that he could have been an heir to a fortune and was gotten rid of to make way for someone else seeking his inheritance. Mm. And that's because of the soft hand shit. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know, man. A sailor probably wouldn't have soft hands, I imagine. And so they said, yeah, it was... Uh, Could be a cabin boy. The speech mm. difficulties were uh, the Broca area, uh, Broca's area, and um, and he would he would have been incapable of speaking any kind of language mm. with the damage to that part. Um, and yeah. you're just making animal noises and not being able to do human language ever. Fuck. Yikes. Um, 
And so in Nova Scotia, yeah, there was a bunch of books written about him. Um, there was a feature film called Jerome's Secret, uh, Le Secret de Jerome. Um, and uh, it got 15 awards worldwide. Um, 2008, local historian Fraser Mooney Jr. of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, published a book entitled Jerome Solving the Mystery of Nova Scotia's Silent Castaway. In this book, Mooney offers a solution to the man's mysterious origins. He reports that on the other side of the Bay of Fundy in Chipman, New Brunswick. Mm. Oh, Can't trust him. In 1859, a young foreigner was reported as having fallen through uh, river ice. He developed gangrene in both legs due to the accident, and they had to be amputated by a local doctor. Shit. And then he became known as Gambi because um, <laughs> upon, uh, upon wakening, he called for Gambo, which is Italian for Shrimp. leg. Ah. Uh, so no one spoke Italian. Leg. <laughs> and... Uh, so then he, he was, like, passed around Chipman, but, like, nobody had the money. And they also had kind of, like, a cruel tax guy there. And then they were like, listen, take this guy back to Boston and then hopefully to England and then get him back to his family in the Mediterranean. The guy doing the taxes just gives him to, like, another, like, shipping vessel and is like, just get him out of here. Damn these taxmen. So it was like, yeah, they kind of, um, I guess, did the surgery and then, like, he was just immediately a burden on this tiny little fishing village, and then they were like, all right, fucking deuces. <laughs> and then nobody in the town really wants to talk about it, so. Neither does he. It yeah. Was, it, it, yeah, it was a different thing where I was like, once he went over to this side of the bay, there was at least, luckily, enough of a town there to take care of him. Yeah. Uh, but in this other place, it was just like. I mean, couldn't. Nah, he, man. Do you know if there was any attempt at communication by him other than language? Like, just like pointing at shit or like. My ass, like, yeah, yeah, just any my ass hurts. The foreskin, yeah, <laughs> uh, sounding goes in uh, here. Yeah, you know, there's there's a difference. This is my my understanding is that you know, there's a difference between being mute, yes, and then and 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 having the capacity for language or, or not having the capacity for language. Yeah, are you saying or is it, is the um is it that he does not have the capacity for language? Period. Uh, that was the, that was the assumption. Yeah, like there's no problem with eating a sandwich. Right. There's no problem with having a cup of tea. There's that sort of like, so that's right. all good. Okay. But what it, about? But um, I understand what you're saying. Like communication is. There's, there's so many other ways to do it. And there, yeah. yeah, right. There, and there's so much wrapped up in language that like okay, think for a second. You know, like uh, let's you you don't that now Matt you you're damaged to your Broca's area you mm -hmm. you can't do language anymore. Mm -hmm. What do you think in? Yeah. Shapes? Right. Like right. what you know, like that's that's my question. Was this guy so fucked up? I believe like, I believe I, I would I would say if there's brain damage to that part of the area, there, there very well could be head damages to other areas too. Right. So there's a thing there where yeah, like I don't think he's making like, you know, like like funny little like like he's looks not, or he's not a mime. But also right. there was a thing where um he he just stayed kind of like the subject of like like rumor and like superstition, like it was something like like oh one time two women came and talked to him in a room. They asked to talk to him alone, and then they left with smiles on their face. And it's like no, it was the thing was like oh they heard him. They were able to communicate with him, and it's like no way. There's no fucking way. Right, and they never did it again. Yeah, there's this obvious thing where people wanted to believe he was some kind of prince, and then all of all of the fairkin fairy tales around it right lean into that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's compelling. Yeah. yeah, sure, and and also like, doesn't it make it easier to do a nice thing? 
Oh, yeah, whatever story you got to tell yourself to be nice. Sort of. Sure, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, sense. do nice deeds so that you get gifts from Santa. Do nice deeds so you go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Do nice deeds because this guy might be a prince mm-hmm. instead of this guy's a human being who can't. <laughs> <laughs> right. freezing legless yeah. on a beach in North America. But it's one of those things, too, when I think about it, where I go, like, what else is there to say? Except it's Canada, we're freezing, there's a fire, there's food. Right. We got uh, this little bit of money coming in. Um, he lives comfortably, and people would people would just really go in the house and just look at him curled up by the fire, and then leave, and then leave, and they would pay. Leave a couple of shekels. Yeah. Sometimes they bring him gifts and stuff. Sometimes he'd growl out. Well, them. you know, it w- it used to be really boring. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. It used to be very very boring. Well, not in the eighteen hundreds in Nova Scotia. No, there's oh, like, no, no, you're right. Was like, no, there, there's a guy you go look at. Like the Three Ring Circus oh, yeah. over there. We go down and watch the guy that gets stuck his own dick. <laughs> yeah, let's go down to the station house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anytime you could see something fucking, you know, weird back then, you paid, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Let's check out this guy's got no legs. All right. Can you imagine how the people of, uh, you know, the, the, the Digby Bay area would have... Uh, Head back to Chipman later. Like, hey, uh, we hear uh, you don't really take care of your <laughs> amputees here. What's up More with likely that? to put them on a ship and throw them in the fucking ocean. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> oh, the, oh, you got the taxes collected. Hey. Uh, Anyways, but, uh, we hear this? he's a prince. I hear human life is cheap here in Chipman. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you feel lucky, <laughs> punk. <laughs> here, freedom costs a buck oh five. <laughs> <laughs> I've got myself a fistful of dollars here. <laughs> you know what I do for a few dollars more? <laughs> Should we uh, take a little break? We'll come right back and we'll start the uh, the, yeah. the main portion of the show. Sure. Be right back, folks. And we're back. Boys. Mm-hmm. Three bottoms. Heard of the four tops? Here's the three bottoms. <laughs> hmm? Space for one more. <laughs> Fill them up. Uh, so I want to talk to you about um, post-war Japan. WW2, eh? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting time. Um, very interesting time. As, of course, as we know... Um, Part of uh, uh, the great legacy of that is um, the advanced constitution, which was rendered by uh, Douglas MacArthur and his team. Um, and, you know, very much based on FDR's uh, wanting to promote the new Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. which would be about health care mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And that was all um, very much part of post-war Japan. Right. And we try to give it a shot here. Well, here's the, the, well, the never, thing, here's the thing that's passed it. here's the thing that's funny about it to me because also uh, you know MacArthur was like far right, very. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I think it's funny that he I think he referred to himself in the third person too. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, God, man, him and Patton, what a bunch of psychos, dude. Each yeah. each worth a profile, <clears throat> easily and a half. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because of the I think the ninth article of the Constitution, which was uh, no standing army. And so, for Japan. For Japan. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's a thing where you go like, all right, well, if you can't give them guns, I guess we'll give them health care. <laughs> like, you know, like that almost like yeah. mentality. But also part of his thing um, was um, 
there was there was a lot of uh, progressive stuff for uh, uh, a right leaning guy. And that included like freeing all of the political prisoners of war, including all of the communists. Right. Hmm. So a lot of communist intellectuals came out of prison. And were they Japanese nationals? Yeah. And um, that also led to the people that would come out of prison and the people that would would later join the Communist Party to being very pro-democracy. Right. So they weren't like exactly eye level with Mao and shit because they were like, oh, okay, well, now we're looking forward to this new Japan, you know, and like, you know, like fucking democracy is brand new. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, the fucking the samurai, all that shit and the emperor like that's that just happened. They thought the dude was a god up until fucking V-Day. Yeah. So now they're suddenly thrust into, uh, you know, the electoral politics thing. But they do have this great, uh, you know, new. um World order. <laughs> no, uh, uh, constitution and um, and there is you know all these people being led, but, but part of that was strategic, right? Because part of the idea was like um, they were trying to do like denazification of of the old J- mm-hmm. Japan order, so they were almost being like, hey, let's let out all those commies so that they freak out. Yeah. <laughs> and so like it would be a thing like where they were taking some of the people out of the universities, let's say. But also MacArthur was was a big proponent of them getting involved in uh, into academia, which was only for the elites in Japan before that. Oh. When you say them getting involved in academia, do you mean just the lay Japanese person? Yeah, more the middle class and, okay. and, and upper middle class, but it was strictly an elitist thing before. Right, it, but it, he was saying, all you, you know, fucking rice farmers, y'all gotta go to school? It was that there was more education, that it was free and accessible to more people, like all part of that new Japan. He was about it. He was about it, or at least, you know, uh, the holdovers from FDR that wanted all that shit in place in these places that we were doing kind of reconstruction on, right? Um, so, um, you know, uh, uh, like all these students now are suddenly like these influxes in, in colleges and um, MacArthur uh, encourages them to basically form student unions, huh. right? And um, because they had a thing like, like uh, even like, like uh, we go to college and there's, you know, there's uh, fucking talks or lectures out of this stuff, but like, we don't really know what we're doing and everything. So like they, but then you know what happens when students get together is they fucking become communists. They become fucking activists, mm-hmm. and and a lot of them became communists. And I think it was like uh, the student uh, society was basically like an extension of the communist party. And by the way, to this day, the Japanese Communist Party is still the largest communist party in Asia, not in power. Huh. Um. So it didn't really go away. But here's what did happen is that then once the students are mobilized and they're kind of doing their thing, they're kind of looking at, you know, like Okinawa and shit like that, and they're going like, eh, like, and then they start protesting U.S. military bases. Right. Now MacArthur is not a fan. Mm, no more school. Weird. So he, 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 uh, he stands out some shit about um, uh, shutting down just protesting. And, uh, you know, the, the schools uh, or the government, you know, b- b- writes this law or like and the student unions come out with 200,000 kids on the streets and they're protesting the anti-protest bill. And they, <laughs> and, and, they and they stop it like in a day. They stop it like dead in his tracks because now we're kind of like going into, you know, like the 50s and the Red Scare time. Right. And so then um, MacArthur tries to get some sort of bill 
Um, so the protest does stop the bill. It does stop the yeah, bill. Yeah. But then they try to introduce something else, which is like uh, anti-subversive, which is like saying like anti-bad guy. Right. Yeah. And who and, decides and, what the right. yeah. subversive is? That's called anti-terrorism. Right. Yeah. Counter-terrorism. Yeah, who's yeah. a terrorist? Whoever I say. I so now. Yeah. now I mean, what's Orson Welles saying? He's like, I decide who's a Jew. So, yeah. yeah. So now <laughs> snatching uh, uh, defeat from the jaws of victory, the U.S. government has now turned this whole population mm-hmm. Of, of students that were on their side, even though they were communist, they were, they were pro-democracy, they were pro-West. Yeah. And now they see this as this huge betrayal. Mm-hmm. And um, now, of course, that's going to make them, uh, you know, go go more headlong into, um, you know. China. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, it's, it's also a thing there, too, where uh, this they're so emblematic of, you know, all of the student... Um, Revolutionary movements, they romanticize what's behind the Iron Curtain. <laughs> until the, right. until you until pull they, back the curtain. Uh, until they get there kind of thing. Uh, yeah, like, uh, protest anything, just not against us. Do whatever you want. Do, just the know, whole, uh, God, you remember that communist girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, how? there's nothing to romanticize. Yeah. Go, if you want to live in a communist um, style of, Join a kibitz. Yes. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Anything bigger than that, you're done. <laughs> yeah. You're done. Well, I, I, done. yeah. Some, some ideas about Hunter, that. It'll work. Some ideas. Up to a few hundred, some people. Some ideas about that, too. With um, If you're not Jewish, good luck. I got I got <laughs> thinking about uh, the revolutionary, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Terrorist groups and stuff. Uh, doing this story anyway. I'll, let, me, let me take you to the next thing. So the next thing is that now that now there's just people like protesting in the streets all the time, right? Great. Um, the student unions do they get uh, they get friendly with the SDS, which is um, where, where the Weather Underground came out of. Now what is the SDS? Students, students for Democratic Society. Got it. So they would be like the big peaceful organization, and the student union they have this thing where they're going like, all right, sure, yeah, we're all communists and all that, but like. Now it's like we're just getting like fucking like pepper sprayed in the streets. Everybody's getting beaten, and I'm like every 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 movement like this where there's this harsh police crackdown, uh, a certain portion of that left wing think you know uh, think tank is going to be like there is no peaceful change. It's violent. Right. It's violent revolution. Right. It happens every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, you know, they can talk to each other now, like the Black Panthers and everybody. Like uh-huh. that shit is all now coming into play. And so there's a, a certain amount of people that are going like, all right, well, we can't defeat the riot police in Tokyo, et cetera. Like, they're too good. And we're sick of getting our asses kicked on the street. And we're just, like, going to go back to more peaceful forms of, uh, you know, electoral, you know, political uh, process. And there's uh, the, the leftovers are going like, all right, well, we still want to, you know, hand out pamphlets and protest in the street. And then there's the other section that's going like, it's war, baby. What we're doing is war. Mm-hmm. And so that is uh, the birth of uh, the Red Army faction in Japan. Uh-huh. Which is actually called the Red Army faction, huh. which is, it's the Red Army faction in Germany also. Right. Um, but what it implies, of course, is that there will be violence. And um, they make, you know, uh, the, of course, critical move that you say at the beginning of all of it where you go like, as soon as, um, you know, we rise up, 
like a global falling of capitalism will follow. <laughs> you know how that always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really simple process. Everybody says it, but like it's something that when people said it back then, it got them all excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it still does now. The best, the the best thing you can do is just wait. Capitalism. <laughs> 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 It's gonna fuck itself in the ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you it's gonna are doing. It's gonna fuck you first. Well, yeah, but you're not gonna all of a sudden do a judo move and start fucking capitalism in the ass. It's well, kind of anti your own ethos. Like you are anti fucking in the ass. You know, like as a communist, I'm pro that's fucking a, in the ass. Well, no, no, metaphorically oh, speaking. Oh, okay. You try your your idea is to not be the fucker of the ass. You're mm. trying to split up the ass evenly. <laughs> And fairly and equitably, of course, <laughs> trying to goat see it all the way through. No, right, of course, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> but like, just give it time, give it a minute, and capitalism will see it all the way through. Yeah, but I mean, it's more than a minute, though. Well, be patient. Yeah, but people in their twenties <laughs> are not patient. Well, fuck them. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is like that's part of the society. You go like. We take all these people and then we, we throw them out of their parents' house and then we're like, hey, go all live together. And they're like, oh, they're making trouble. It's like, yeah, they're fucking 20 and they're it's pissed. Stupid. Yeah. What are you surprised? They have nothing to do other than make trouble. Yeah. It's and way more fun than reading. Yeah. You know you know when they didn't make trouble yeah, is when like they went reading. to the factories of the farm. Yeah. Or to war. Well, no. They, <laughs> they still made trouble there. It's just uh, like anti-factory trouble. You know. I guess, man. Sounds like a trouble factory. <laughs> <laughs> just but, give it a minute. Capitalism will fail. It'll fail. Dude, it's only been a minute in the great arc of history. You know how long feudalism lasted? Good point, Aaron. Well, capitalism is already in its late stage and it hasn't existed for more than 250 years. Right, but the person in the 50s is, uh, they're too old to. Like, yeah, that's their whole life. Yeah, well, they can suck my dick. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You can suck his dick. All right. <laughs> I mean, I see where you're coming from, and I think that where you're coming from is to see where they're coming from. But here's the thing, man. You just got to wait. <laughs> Things out. So here's here's the deal, man. You got, you got the first the first guy, and it's this guy, uh, Shiomi Takaya. And um, he's he's uh, he's the ideological honcho of the Red Army faction. Japanese guy. And he is, um, you know, at this time, uh, Khrushchev had been like, oh, the West, we can coexist peacefully. He's like, what a sellout. Yeah, Nikita Khrushchev. Notorious sellout. Yeah, <laughs> suck my dick once again. He, he, he was like, he was like, coexistence is it, it, like it's either violent overthrow of every capital. So he he's allied with uh, Cuba, uh, Palestine, Korea, Vietnam. This young guy. This young guy. Um, That's, which is not his name. <laughs> Damn it. Um, and so yeah, they were um, they were yeah, like they just had this thing like they were like gonna fucking fuck shit up and they threw out some pamphlets and people got excited and. Um, <laughs> I do like a good pamphlet. Who's ready to fuck shit up? <laughs> we are. How are we going to do it? Paper. <laughs> uh, you take it with a paper market. And they had one of these things where, like, uh, they had, like, a meeting, like, in ski masks, which, you know, nobody really done that shit before. And they made a bunch of speeches and stuff. Kind of like Watchmen. That's pretty And cool. they were just kind of, like, basically, <laughs> like, like, yo, here comes, like, get ready for the fucking, uh, you know. You know, you've seen the lightning. Get ready to hear the thunder. Sort yeah, of thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. I like the idea. It's. You know, uh, anyone can be behind the mask. You know, you. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Um, that's cool. That's yeah. nefarious. Yes. It's powerful. I like hey, it's that. It's very. It's a very powerful arresting image. Yes. Um, you know, who else did that? The Klan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the IRA did it too. It's a, yeah. the anonymity thing. Yeah. Come on, we know what it is. Um, 
The, the clan, you're like, well, you guys are the cops. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what you're wearing masks yeah, about. Also, yeah, also, you're, yeah. Because they're cool and scary. Yeah. Bragging about how tough you are. Yeah. Um, so then they were like, we're going to start attacking the cops, right? You got to get them cops. Mm-hmm. You got to get them. Mm-hmm. The Japanese cops? The Japanese cops. Fuck. And he's, uh, so, so it's like, uh, and, and they did this after talking with the SDS. And so they planned this. So the Japanese Red Faction Army mm-hmm. talked with the SDS. Yeah. And the SDS has not become like the Weather Underground yet. So there's still. And there are, is the SDS, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a bit ignorant. Uh, it, the SDS is an international organization. No, it's a, it's a, it's an. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it might be. It's but an American organization. The American organization is the okay. one I know, got which it. then broke off into the Weatherman group. Uh, Weather Underground. Weather got, got it. Understood. Um, but yeah, you know how these things go. Um, I'm sure you can imagine. There's a uh, infighting and splinter groups and all that shit. Yeah, dude. Splinters, Ninja Turtles, the whole nine. That's so, a great part about getting the uh, young young people into. Uh, Political action groups. Yeah. No room for compromise. Yeah. 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 So they talked about they're going to have a war in Tokyo. And that means they're going to just like throw some like, you know, Molotov cocktails at the cops. And um, yeah, war. And and so the police had had their eye on them and they would read their shit. Right. Cool. And um, and so then show me. He goes uh, him, you know, him and the honchos are like, we're going to kidnap the prime minister. Okay. The prime minister in his house, and they're the, the they're going to um, try to stop his meeting with Nixon. Well, oh, so this is sixty something, sixty nine, <laughs> and he goes, uh, <laughs> uh, and which is finalizing the return of Okinawa to Japan. I don't know why they want to stop that. Well, let's just say they hadn't put too much thought into this. I guess. Um, well, maybe they just wanted to get. They said it was about the American uh, military. Uh, but they say that was the reason. Well, well yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess you could say, well, maybe, yeah. So then they 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 abduct the prime minister, and then they say, okay, well, you got to get all the U.S. military out of here and give us all. I, I, I guess, yeah. Um, <sighs> so they set up this training camp where they're going to make um, these things called peace bombs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I love peace bombs. Irony is a big part of these groups. Huh? No, it's re- it's really funny. They're called peace bombs because first of all, they do come out of. What about a sex bomb? <laughs> That's uh yeah Tom Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it was it was because part of the uh, ingredients were peace cigarettes. Oh, cool. Yeah. When you say it, it sounds like peace cigarettes. Yeah, and yeah I like yeah. that too. Yeah, that, that sounds cool time. too. Uh, well, there's a long history of of weapons being named peacemaker. Yeah, peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, you know a lot of the gun. I love guys, Widowmaker. Widowmaker's honest. A lot of the guys, exactly, yeah. But a lot of the guys that Widower maker. that did make those weapons, they always had this thing. They're like, oh, this is the final weapon. Yep. They're like, this will create so much peace. Yes. Is, isn't that so insane? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but no. Absolutely. Until the nuke. Until the nuke. And yeah. then you're like, oh, man, this fat boy. Yes. And this little man. Little guy. But then, I mean, Ward, we just find other ways. We, yeah, we put always, fucking Ginsu knives on a tomahawk missile and chop up guys all over the place. Yeah, so anyway, they're going to they're gonna go to this uh, to this uh, mountain hideout, and they're going to do some training to make these peace bombs. Of course. And, um, you know, they are middle, upper class Japanese kids, so they do need the military training. So that becomes a thing throughout the group, right? Mm. And so they... Um, so uh, what becomes the thing is, hey, we know that we are just privileged middle class students, and we need to train with the League of Shadows. Is what you're saying? Like we know that we know. Yeah, nothing. but you got to get tough, right? Yeah. We need to actually have military training. Like it's okay to be pissed, right? But, but like, without the training, we're useless. Exactly. Got it. 
So um, they're at this uh, Daibosatsu Pass. Oof, nice. And they're learning how to build these peat bombs and uh, peace bombs. And um, and one of the ingredients was cigarettes? And pachinko balls. Cool. Straight up pachinko balls. Okay. Which is like, pachinko is huge in Japan. As like a gambling thing. Yeah. It's a bing, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Bing, bing, Straight up. Bing, 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 like, it's pachinko balls, dynamite, and a fused um, stuffed into the metal containers used by Peace brand cigarettes. Which is like a simple pipe bomb type yeah, thing, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, you make the shrapnel. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they're all there, and uh, November 4, 1953, 300 armed police uh, come in. Um, and because, you know, now they're, they're being watched, right? And um, they arrest 53 people um, from ages 15 to 26. They find knives, pipe bombs, plans for the assault on the prime minister's residence at the scene. Um, Chiomi was not found there, but he was arrested shortly after. And um, he's now taken out of the, the leadership. You know, it was it was a huge, huge falling. Uh, not only that, perhaps even more devastating was um, other seized materials oh. about the Red Army faction. Um, come on, come on, come on. Uh, meant that uh, the highest level of authority in the organization was saved for people from the elite universities. So their whole communism thing was bullshit. Went straight on class lines. Yep. The whole hierarchy from like grunt yeah. to leader was straight along the old capitalist bullshit, yeah. non-revolutionary yeah. at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, and even you, you could make an argument that that is that that's it's even pre-capitalist, right? Like the class structure existed in India for th- a thousand years. Like mm-hmm. people love drawing lines. Yeah. And in, uh, as as critical as we are all. Us, us three at least are of capitalism it's it didn't doesn't have the monopoly on class divide no no no, no. no. It's, it's just particularly hurtful when one is, when is talking about the proletariat the whole time yeah and then you find out oh fuck oh the rich guys are in charge of the communists <laughs> yeah it's like oh man we were we were shocked to believe that this group of people started acting like people <laughs> yes yes by drawing lines right in the sand uh, brilliant. So the the um the cops have gotten pretty good at fucking these guys over, right? Mm. And um, as cops do, just I mean, just trailing people, you know, just doing good old fucking gumshoe yeah. sleuthing, yeah, you know. And um, so they uh they were now fucking uh, you know back to uh debates and, and uh and uh you know. Announcements in public where the cops are surrounding, watching every single thing they do, and so then it's like, baby, we got to go gorilla. We got to go under underground, right? I love that. Yeah, and so now um, they they set up the cell structure. Uh huh. Familiar with that? Yes. Um, sleeper cells or four or five people to a unit. So then you can't have this huge. Somebody can't spill the beans on everyone, right? Because the left if, hand. If somebody of, does, then you know who did it, right? Yeah. yeah. Same thing with the Coca Cola Corporation. Only two. Employees that ever at the same time know the whole formula and they never fly on the same plane together. Whoa, Jesus Christ, really? Uh-huh. And it's behind, it's in a bank, 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 bank style vault. The formula only two people know it. Jesus, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> They're Japanese. <laughs> and Coke, what, huh? The Coca-Cola? Oh, you said it's not that good. Yeah. I thought you said they weren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I what are you talking about, oh, Doc? Boy. All the best stuff's made in Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's God. 
Hey, remind me really quick. Um, this is just an aside, but it is relative. It is related to this. Um, one of our very, very early episodes of the show, uh, now what, almost five years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Todd Brown did the show. Mm-hmm. And he did a profile on Putin's Rasputin, yeah. Alexander Dugin, uh-huh. who wrote The Foundation of Geopolitics, uh-huh. which was basically the manifesto for everything that you see happening with Russia today. His daughter... Was the one that was killed? Was blown up in a car bomb oh, yes, outside hard, of a man. festival that was in t- intended for Alexander. Uh, and there's like pictures of him reacting and shit. Oh, like, oh yeah, They decided to take different cars. She's blown to fucking smithereens. She's also a piece of shit. Was a piece she of shit. She was very... Uh, she was... Now she's pieces of shit. Uh, <sighs> fuck her. I don't care. No, I know. I know. Uh, but then like the next day, Dugan had a heart attack. Whoa. Is he dead? No, as far as I know, he's not dead shit. yet. Shit. And I don't think it was like Novichuk or something. I think it was it was a stress, you know, stress. You, you're, if, when a loved one dies, you're like 20 times more likely to have a heart attack in the next 24 to 48 that hours. Sense, and yeah. It goes down. So... Damn. You know, bright side. Uh, but we can, I just wanted to get that out because it related to a previous episode. Very good. And Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so they're doing, you know, the cell structure and um, they uh, they kind of like fucking sync up their shit, dude. <laughs> like, they really like, they just get good and organized. Where did they get it from? Like the, what, obvious, other than the fact that their current uh, uh, structure was not working. Well, most did of they it, have any other? Did they get it from somewhere, or did they? No, most of it's just discipline, man. Like it's stuff that you know. If they, Japanese they, love discipline. Don't we think about it if like me and you had to like do some shit, and we'd be like, "All right, well, fucking, if somebody sees us go there, then what do we do?" And then we go like, "All right, well, fucking, if what that up? phone there is compromised, then you know." So you just think yeah, they just figured it out. You just figure this, just, you know, this shit out, mm-hmm. and then you do the discipline of taking the multiple, multiple, right. multiple steps, right. um, counter surveillance stuff. Yep. Uh, you know, it's just like, you know, Dude, I love subterfuge, turning yourself around and, and seeing if somebody's following you doing all that shit. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that nine times out of 10, whenever these things fail, people just stop doing the discipline. Yes. That's, you know, what it is, which when your life is on the line, it's like, follow the rules. Dude. Come on, dude. So is, is there someone else who's in charge now or, um, um, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's gonna, but okay. it's, um, so it, you know, I think it's kind of like up in the air for a while. Um, and they, uh, they get their they get their orders from just like a network, so they don't really know who's in charge. Charlie, uh, and Charlie's then, and, angel, and then there's yeah. nobody to snitch on, right? Right, that's true. Um, they use time calls to public phones and messages passed between activist girlfriends who held quiet meetings at public cafes. Um, huh. so the first thing they do is get money. So they do um, they they carry out these crazy daytime bank robberies. Um, they go to train stations, multiple train lines. They disappear into Tokyo, uh, like hideouts, get the money. And um, they said every time they got close to finding like a stash house, rental agreements closed, places clean. Like they had the fucking jump on the cops and they were just like able to fucking get away. And like they've been so sloppy and they just so it's it's so crazy. Right. Because it's the same thing with Weather Underground and those SDS guys. At first they were just at fucking, you know, Harvard being like, we should do this and blah, blah. And then it's like suddenly it's like, I don't have a fucking name. You know, it's it's the fucking uh, escalation. It's um, um, life during wartime. The Hotaki Head song. Yeah. You know, got a van. I dyed my hair so many times now. I don't know what I look like. You know, that sort of thing. 
Um, which is crazy because when Life During Wartime, the song comes out, those guys are still at large. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. Like, I didn't realize because you know, I I, I talked to you about like German Red Army faction and uh, the, the Italian Red Brigades who had successfully kidnapped the prime minister and killed him. <laughs> nice. Yeah, left him in like the back of a fucking Volkswagen, just on the side of the road. Jesus, those guys never got caught. Like that shit is fucking nuts. Yeah, and a lot of these guys that are really good at this shit, they don't get caught. You know, yeah, go listen to that episode, fuckers. Um, but so they're doing these bank robberies, they're getting away with it, and um, the the tenant, like, you know, the landlords never knew they were like renting to like when they really they cleaned these places out, they were like, oh, we didn't fucking know they paid the rent on time, I didn't ask questions, type of thing. That's the thing, like, you go, like, if you imagine just like the average look of the Japanese student, and you go, like, what, like. It's what, not, you want to pick him out of a lineup? Well, they, like, Andreas Bader even has, like, he's trying to have, like, a Cuban-looking mustache right. or something. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, these guys just look like nice kids. Like, yeah. they are nice kids, yeah. you know? Um, I love a good bank robbery. Oh, it's I the don't, best, ba- isn't it? It's just, you know, don't shoot the teller and take the money. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so then this is the classic thing too is that everybody that got caught in this stupid mountain raid when the fucking organization sucked, they're like, "Oh, that's not cool that they're doing those. They've lost their way." You know, you know when the people that get caught are like, "Oh, they, oh, oh, they're not oh, a real Christian. Oh, yeah, my organization's <laughs> dead." It's like, you know, you know what? I think the people that are keeping it alive outside yeah, that yeah. didn't get caught, I think that didn't bring the plans to abduct the prime yeah, minister. Yeah, yeah. I think they might be in charge now. Yeah. yeah. And I think you might shut up and have your gruel. Yeah. yeah. You had your chance. <laughs> you know? But so, um, on uh, the, <laughs> the, what? the 30th of March, 1970, um, there was a, um, a flight, uh, Japan Airlines, um, Japan Airlines, uh, flight between Tokyo and, uh, Fukuoka. Uh, it, it had just uh, reached cruising altitude, and they put on the seatbelt signs, had blinked off, and, uh, you know, everybody starts cheaping cigs. Dude, the best. So cool. Ripping Rip eaters. Ripping eaters, dude. Ripping. Aaron brought me a fucking ashtray. I bought him an ashtray from Bali. Oh. I got you a fucking dildo <laughs> bottle opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I already have an ashtray. Ten though. sizes too big. <laughs> <laughs> too big for who? Fit it. Mm, Fit it. Fucking bungle. So, um... <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> nine uh, uh, young young fellas um, oh. in business suits. Yeah, um, right. They got these long tubes with them for heaters. Tubes. And out of those tubes, suddenly uh, come uh, samurai swords. Whoa. Yes. And pipe bombs. Dude, pipe bombs in pipes. That's and, double pipe bombs. And the guy goes, "Raise your hands. We're going to North Korea, baby." <laughs> That's the second time I've heard that. Woo! <laughs> like a roller coaster? Yeah. Yeah. We got pipe bombs. We got katanas. <laughs> we got heaters. They should have katanas. <laughs> it's ready for a fucking party. Yeah, it's not even a hijacking. This is just a good time. So this is, this is the first ever commercial flight hijacking in Japan's history. Dude, this is a kamikaze. Yeah. Who's <laughs> um, ready for Bukaki baptism, So one of the guys hijacking was... Wakabayashi Moriaki. Love it. And he was in a, a psych rock band called. Uh, he was Le, in a psych rock band? Yeah. Cool. Called Les Realises de Nude. Okay. Less cool, but still. <laughs> uh, and he was, yeah, he was, he was into French literature. Um, Ugh. <laughs> uh, soon after the band. Dude, Japanese guys into French lit. 
trouble. Soon after oh, the band, girlfriend. the band, obscure when the hijacking occurred, gained an ever-increasing cult fame. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, I mean, there were no um, Jim Riccio. <laughs> right. Number one with a bullet. And <laughs> 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 hey, you like... Um, <laughs> Where do you take a listen? <laughs> what about uh, he's got that reality as Danute? <laughs> and then, uh, Put your hands in the sky. We're going to North Korea, baby. Moshi <laughs> <laughs> moshi. <laughs> Our fucking Casey Kasem is horrible. No, it's all about the energy. Uh, it's the energy. Yeah. I'm Casey Kasem. I'm Domo Arigato. I'm Mr. Roboto. Thank you very much. That's so sick. So dumb. <laughs> so, uh, so four four of the guys um, they go into the cockpit and they got their swords pointed at the pilot. Dude, what is it with these fucking Japanese motherfuckers in airplanes? We got dude. There's fucking porno samurai killer. No, no, no. no. Japanese kamikaze porno sam- mm-hmm. samurai killer. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And then there's fucking. Gay poet Mishima play, but, playing a brain dead. Uh, I told Matt just the other yeah, night, dude. Right. Mishima is George Lucas and uh, 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 uh Francis Ford Coppola, Pro- yes, and and directed by Paul Schrader. And Paul Schrader, that's Paul what Schrader. it was, yeah. dude. Anybody out there, if you've not watched Mishima, mm. uh, a store, uh, life in three acts, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe three, four, uh, incredible, yeah, uh, 80s neon noir, yeah. Incredible! Uh, we watched it during pandemic, sight unseen, just because we had done the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was blown away. I loved it. Yeah, it was crazy that night. They happened to have at Alamo. They had Cat People by Schrader too. I was like, there's ah. two Paul Schrader movies playing at like the same time in L.A. tonight. Weird. Super weird. Um, that guy. <laughs> Anywho, Anywho. Uh, so. I says I says. <laughs> I look at him straight in the eye. You're not gonna believe. It. I said. Um, <laughs> So they said, um, they were like, um, we want to go to North Korea. Uh, they said, um, as long as you take us there, nobody's dying. It's a fucking party, Pyongyang, man. And uh, the pilot, whose name is Ashita Shinji, he was a former officer in the Imperial Army. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, he don't take no guff from nobody. And he goes, um, <laughs> we do things a little bit differently. He goes, he goes, we don't have enough fuel to get there. Pretty good point. And um, it, I think they do. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't know then. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're fresh out of college. They're like, <gasps> oh, no. And so um, they go, uh, let's let's go to uh, Fukuoka as, as planned, and then we'll refuel and we'll go. And you like, cool yeah. with that? So then there's 300 cops there, and this guy keeps his head somehow. And <laughs> the, the pilot. He keeps his head somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the student. Uh, no, no, no. I meant the pilot. Yeah, that makes sense. He's not. The pilot guy. fucking brought these fugitives to justice. No, you don't know what happens yet. Oh. <laughs> 300, 300 police, many disguised as airport engineers, waited on the tarmac as the hijacked plane made its descent. Look at me, I'm an engineer. The government was scrambling for a way to solve, solve a situation. Nothing like this had ever happened before in Japan. Yeah, no shit. Um, so there was a military there, the media is there, <laughs> and then they see all the people on the tarmac, and then they're like, everybody get the fuck away. And um, they're like, no, we're not getting off the plane. Like, what are we amateurs? Yeah. Well, and, yes, because that's the yeah, stuff. So, there, so yeah. then they start refueling the plane, and then the hijackers release the twenty-three uh, uh, women and children and elderly. Sugar in the guesting. Come on. Um, <laughs> banana 
in the and because they were like, if we get into like the gulag in North Korea, it's not going to be good for them. No, 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 no it's not, not true. That's true. And so gulag, it's even worse. So then he 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 the pilot takes off, Ashita takes off towards the Korean Peninsula. And uh, they stay, uh, two military planes stay next until they leave Japanese airspace. That's nice of him. And then there's this, uh, this voice comes over that says it's from Pyongyang, right? And it's like, uh, it's given in sort, like, you know, instructions how to get there. He lands the plane and uh, there's a bunch of North Korean fucking, uh, uh, like, military uh, guys walking around. Some women in uh, Korean, you know, fucking... Garb. Yeah. And there's a, there's a suspicious-looking stage-like thing. Dude, tell me a, they're not even in fucking North Korea. Yeah, and then they see the tail of a plane that says Northwest Airlines. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and, and the pilot's going, what the fuck? <laughs> And they realize they're still in Japan. They've, yeah. made, they've made a, a fake. U-turn. They've made a fake airport. Yeah, they threw together a fake airport. Yes. yes, this is the first hijacking in Japanese history, and they fucked it up. And they go like, "We're fucking. We're they go, they're back up in the air." Okay, here's the All thing. Right. We're going back Just to Tokyo. Paint a bunch of shit on here. <laughs> get every get every actor. The paint's you know. like running. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's like Lord of War. They're getting like the directors on the line. They're getting all the Hollywood people. Yeah. All right, who who can who can paint a background in five minutes? <laughs> so um, we put on the Ritz. So at first, the hijackers start fucking like celebrating. Yeah, they see all the North oh Korean military God. guys marching around. Yeah, as they do at the airport. Yes, uh, bring the, the North yeah. Korean women. Uh, please walk around the airport, will you? And then they go like, well, then they're and they're about to get off, and they're like, where's the fucking flags? And then they're like, wait. And then like everybody, and they go, speak Korean, I'm motherfucker. <laughs> and, they, and they seriously go, where's a big. <laughs> Look at him, he can't say it. <laughs> they go, where's a big picture of Kim Hosung? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. Where's that shit at? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It makes a good point, though. Because you know there's. Yeah, there's a big ass picture that there motherfucker. better be well, a yeah, fucking like, giant yeah. portrait of Kim Hosung. Or like a statue. Let, and his so. giant neck tumor. Let, let's be real, not one. <laughs> Like we, like we everywhere. Yeah, you better be the tarmac. Better be a paint by numbers. Kim Il Sung. Yeah, yeah. So then you they land so, on his face. So, so then they tell the people at the airport. They go, show us a big picture of Kim. And then they're like, uh, <laughs> they go, uh, we got our best guys on it right now. <laughs> see, shit. So there's, it, a, there's so a guy it, in the background. It, going, it was. Shit. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't Japan. It was. It was South Korea. But they they put yeah. this together. This yeah. whole fucking fake thing. Yeah. No, South Korea has tons of props. So then they won't let out any of any of the passengers, Korea. right? And uh, so then they're there for seventy nine hours on the tarmac. I'm right? sorry, what? Seven, seventy nine yeah. hours. Oh, and that hours. toilet is uh, just oh, dude, a mess. Um, so later on, uh, the people on board the plane, even though they like had signs of fatigue after 80 hours, they said the hijackers treated them kindly. One American on board the plane said Japan Airlines would do well to hire them as their flight attendants. <laughs> I've, yeah, I, I've written United and uh, United. So I was there in Iwo Jima. And, uh, I'll tell you what, these, uh. You know what's it called? <laughs> a lot better than those other. You know I've had some bad plane experiences. Yeah, man. Um, so then, yeah, it keeps going. So the vice minister in Japan for transportation is uh, a gentleman uh, by the name of Yamamura Shinjuro, and he goes, "I'm going to fly to Seoul, and you're going to let go of all of the hostages, and I'm going to get on board the plane." Cool. And he's a what? He's 
the so vice minister the, for transportation in okay, Japan. All right, so it's uh, it's Pete Buttigieg, but like because yeah, me for these Pete Buttigieg's you know step down. Yeah, 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 it, it does yeah step his bottom. Low. Yeah, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg's bottom says, "All right, you take me. Let these people go. Got it. I love this. Yeah, that's great. So they don't go- fuck me. <laughs> no. So uh, yeah, um, that's what he. This, this guy fucking just is like, take me. Which, fucking kudos to this dude. Yeah, right? seriously. They fucking go to Pyongyang, right? And they're like, "We fucking did it, dude. This is this is so sick." We so they, so they then guy. they they got him on board. Then they flew to they, and they, they, let, went, they let the people go. They let everybody go in Seoul. And um, I mean Seoul. Seoul. Sorry. Um, there is no Seoul. Seoul. There is no Dana. Only Seoul. Uh, and so they go. Uh, so they're like. Oh yeah, nobody really asked us to come here, right? Yeah, we so, just thought it'd be cool if if we did. They did. Well, also like because we're comrades. Well, yeah, yeah, and we're and we're and we're, we're heeding the call to the revolutionary thing, which is by the way the exact same thing that happened in the innumerable hijacked flights that went into Havana. Yeah, uh-huh. the yeah. Get the fuck out! Do you know what? Do you know what they did? They'd be like, you would go to the fucking like. The detention thing for like weeks to be like you work for the CIA, you work for the CIA, right? You work for the CIA. Good move. You work Good for move the CIA. On their part. Yeah, yeah. Also, meanwhile, Castro had worked at a thing where it was like I think seventy five hundred dollars for every return plane, and there was like over a hundred in a year, seven hundred like three quarters of a million dollars yeah. just in return planes. Yeah, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> we got a deal going. Full yeah. thing gas. Yeah. Too. Here's the fucking. We'll send out the barge with fucking like. Yeah, there you go. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want them. Yeah. Like but money. the people that were like, I'm going there for revolutionary reasons. At first, they were like, the Cuban government was like, Yeah, bring it on, dude. Fuck up the West. Uh, and then uh, one guy is a spy. And, yeah, and then, yeah. No, but not even. One guy can be a spy. So the ones that they were like, All right, you're fine. They sent them all to live in one building. Oh god. There'd be like 60 fucking dudes in one building that all hijacked aircraft. No, they're not, Can you imagine what that apartment's like? Oh, uh, the toilet stinks. The rest of them that they didn't trust, they shit out to the fucking sugarcane like gulag. Nice. Like, where you get like, you know, threatened with machetes, yeah. beaten with fucking like reeds, like yeah. the bottoms of your feet. Like, yeah. like everybody thinks like communist utopia. Yeah, yes. I, I'm, I'm going to fucking paradise. I'm going to be hailed as a hero. Dude, how bad could Cuba be? I, I, and they get there and they're like, oh, yeah. Nobody asked me to do this. <laughs> right. So this is what happens here. So the North Koreans are like, all right, um, uh, you know, the f- fucking vice minister, he can go back. He's all good, right? He didn't ask for anything. <laughs> um, and so now the North Korean goes like, oh, you're into fucking uh, Marx and all that shit. We do things a little bit different here. <sighs> and they go like, oh, it's time for some, like, new education. We like, might call it re-education. re-education. Oh. Yeah. And... Um, so they were, yeah, they were sent uh, um, on board for like North Korean intelligence services missions to like do like spy work, um, and uh, some of them, you know, uh, just died in Korea. Um, I think one died trying to escape. Um, it was, it was, uh, it was not good. Some, some of the leaders uh, that were arrested in like the mountain raid, they were on like you know on board for this thing. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was a thing um, where like you're like shit, dude. Like this is this is this is like 
a, a group that just keeps like making like big swings and then like loses like key parts of the organization, <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, there was a uh, yeah uh, one he, the ex of one of the guys there who was Tommy Takamoro. Um, his ex was a uh, a woman named Shijinu, Shin Shigenu Hanobu Fusako, and um, she would end up um, leading a faction. Of the Red Army faction. Um, so now they're like, fucking like, oh, we've had this huge embarrassment. Again. Right? Yeah, another one. And there's this dude named Maury. Right? Oh, bitch. And he's, he's a guy that, like, he just, like, got out of jail and... Um, hey. Homeless. He's one, <laughs> he's one of those guys where, like, you're like, oh, he's got, like, tenure? He's got a lease and a key. But... <sighs> he's a man of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Mori, M O R I, Japanese. Yeah, exactly. Not, like, yeah, not yeah. Mori. Not yeah. Mori. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, so I, you know, I'm going to. Uh, I want to take you to the to, to the next stage because now, um, you know, uh, Fusako, uh, the woman, is uh, going to play a role, and Mori's going to play a role, and. Uh, they um, they're basically you know gonna gonna uh find a way to uh kind of become uh co leaders, uh huh. Because Mori is communist. Mori is not that respected, right? No. Um, he's not that bright, and I don't think she's that far ahead, right? Um, but with our powers combined, we can be as smart as one person. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But their stuff will lead to some absolutely um, horrific violence at home. Oh, and the other like wing of 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 this group will commit like incredibly brazen and well executed terrorist attacks abroad. Abroad, really? Yes. And they start tying into like Carlos the Jackal and stuff, mm. and like the uh, the uh, popular yeah. front for the liberation of Palestine um, that Carlos is very involved in. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you know, I'm like, spoiler alert, like some of these guys did never get caught. Some of them never surrendered. Um, some of these people got out in the 2000s. And like immediately, like were rearrested for like, <laughs> false documents. Like, <laughs> so, like it's crazy because like. Some of this shit, born in straight up 68, 69, student revolutionary time, some of these people get involved in it, and they just will not quit no matter what maybe happens. That, maybe that's all they know. Yeah, and also, like, if, you know, you get arrested, and you're, you know, you're kind of a radical, and they throw you in a gulag or Gitmo or something, and then... You know, it's probably a 50-50 shot that you're rehabilitated or you just get more radical. Like, yeah, maybe, if you're one of those yeah. people who's got, you know, extraordinary rendition and writ of habeas corpus suspended, if that doesn't radicalize you when you get out, nothing yeah. will. So, like, fuck, you're not watching Arrested Development in there. You're just thinking about, <laughs> like, how I'm going to bring down the fucking capitalist pigs. Yeah. Yeah, maybe there's no rehabilitation in some of those places either. Right? In the gulag? Rehabilitation. <laughs> so I think I'm going to leave it there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick it up next time. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, pick, uh, it up, um, pick it up. Um, yeah, we've, we've talked about this this uh, period of Japan every every so often. Every once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, I Yeah, I wasn't very familiar with it until uh, Mishima. 
Uh, yeah. This idea, too, like, you know, the idea that, you know, um, Mishima? Mishima? it was very close. It was very, you know, like we said, very fast for them to go, like, you know, emperor to liberal. Like, feudal, feudal, feudal right. Japan to emperor time to, like, contested elections and then, like, you know, a very uh, grateful populace uh, then becoming, like, you know, well, now we have these freedoms, like, why can't we have more kind of thing? And then, like, you know, and then uh, just get going to, like, extremes about it. Well, but also, it was just the climate of the whole world at that time yeah. in any kind of educated place. Yeah, it happened sure, in Germany, sure. too, right? Yeah. Germany, fucking Italy. They gave all the fucking the crazy people. <laughs> oh, SBK, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but then, you know, like every other thing, a thing I was thinking here when I was seeing it, and I'm going, like... You know, there's a thing that where you go like, all right, well, who, who's signing up, right? Mm-hmm. And you go like, well, people willing to do jail or death. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, when you join the IRA, that's what they tell you. They're like, here's where it's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The chances of you taking the victory lap for United Ireland, basically none. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, it's jail or death. Yeah. That's the, the deal here. So p- part of that deal is accepting the deal means everyone's dealt in. And, and it is communist, and it is yeah, yeah, a pure yeah. form of communal. It's be, it's like a beehive. Like most of you are not going to make it, but the hive survives. But also, mm-hmm. that means that you, Aaron, and I, yes. and you, particularly you, uh, <laughs> unable to, to 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 suffer fools for like half a second. <laughs> uh, then you go like, okay, well this guy's in. He he's retarded, <laughs> and like and he's got guns and like yeah, but he's got guns, man. He's and you're like, guns. And then you go I, push and, him and, to and, the front, and you go like, mm-hmm. I know he's got guns, but like he's doing shit out there that's so dumb, and like we're doing shit over here that's like real good, so dope, and like doesn't like turn the public against us, and doesn't right. uh, take human life for granted, or like all that yeah, sort of shit. You gotta murk that but, guy, but all mm-hmm. but all these people can be under the same banner, yeah. and it's like it's kind of thing where you go like. That's the fucking name of the game, man. Like if you're if you're if you're committing to that thing, it's like, you know, you almost can't demand you a know, bar that, that <laughs> is pretty much right. But you, but that's why you know it happens. It happens all the time. Or just you know, like uh, this is maybe not the great example, but like in in uh, uh, Do Good Men, there's a code red. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a, listen, man, you. Again, not the greatest example, but like if there you got a guy amongst your ranks who's shitting in the punch bowl. Yes, it doesn't matter if we're ideologically aligned. Mm-hmm. You are threatening the entire party. Right. Yes. right. So by your so, fucking so, cowboy so shit. A lot of a lot of that stuff. Um, you make it look like somebody else did it. Well, there's uh, yeah, the disciplinary thing was was uh, <laughs> with like in the IRA, for instance. It was well, shucks. It was called the Nutting Squad, first of all. Oh, that's our new name on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Three bottoms and they're all nutting? But it was, yeah, it was because, like, this dude... Guicide Squad? This, this, dude, <laughs> this dude, I guess, fucking, uh, you know... Uh, Puts a fucking bullet in your nut or whatever. Like, God, no, God, no, the bullet comes, out of, bullet comes out of my nut. Yeah. Fucking shot his But it would usually be it's, it's it like would, a superhero. It would usually be four things related to the most important thing, which is is there an informant? Right? Yes, yes of course. Secondary to that would be uh, just disciplinary actions for, for general uh, malfeasance. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, they, st- they still have that kind of. 
you know, terrorist wall of silence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what and, I'm saying? Catholic discipline. <laughs> just the thing of like, well, like, like I said, like, skin. it's just that thing of like, look, it's a guy that's willing to go out and get shot, man. Yeah. If, if he's willing to do that and we have mm-hmm. so few. And, that, and that's good enough for now. Yeah. yeah. Even if he's kind of fucking stuff up for it. But yeah, they didn't take it too much. Like if somebody was really, really, really throwing their weight around, they knew people in the community didn't like that. So they would want to like keep some balance there because it's the same balance. That means um, your car's not to get stolen. Because somebody's going to get a shot in the, in the kneecap. Right, right. right so you right. know that your car's safe. And, and you also know that and you need eventually, pe- odds are, that guy's going to get killed. He's, gonna, he's definitely he's an idiot. Just make sure that he doesn't give up the goose before that. Exactly. Yeah. Keep him being an idiot. Keep mm-hmm. him, uh, you know, be like, yeah, Damien, yeah, job, don't, job for you. you. Know, keep him on a diet of, you know, <laughs> feed him shit, keep him in the, keep him right. in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. do it. The dirty work and then but that's the kind of thing i thought when i was talking about like there was dope stuff happening abroad like major fucking moves happening and you just imagine like the like this quiet like middle class looking like you know because it goes later into like the like the late 70s and now you're thinking like oh here's just like some three-year-old japanese woman last person you expect to be like fucking the the plane's going to fucking sudan yeah or whatever you know what i mean love <laughs> sudan yeah, like shit like that. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, you never think. But then, meanwhile, she's hearing shit back home about like this lame ass like infighting and like some. What fucking, am I doing this? Some yeah, bloodbath, yeah. and you're going like, oh god, what? We're the same name? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Like you're not even playing the same sport here, man. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, as it grows, as it stretches, it just. The, all, all of these edges are like they deteriorate yeah. and things fall apart. That's right. Oh God! And the That's paranoia. Right. Yeah. I mean, the paranoia must be fucking immense. Go live in a kibitz. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. I'm, that's why I'm you, saying you don't have to do any terrorism. No, there's fucking twelve. Of them. <laughs> but also, like, that's who what, farted? You did. We yeah. all. We all did. We all. So did. far, we all. Well, we all did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass. <laughs> But yeah, um, that was great. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up next week. I'm excited to go deeper into these guys. I don't know how I was really so unaware of them, especially with their crossover with Palestinian stuff and like that whole era of you know the peaceful plane hijackings. Yeah, yeah. Where by the way, there was just tons of negotiating with terrorists until there wasn't, and and, yeah. the, and like and like everything was fine until Wesley Snipes and like, got up people like, didn't I'm passenger fifty seven. People didn't die. Yeah, there was no passengers like 57. <laughs> Wesley Snipes was still a young boy. Yeah, dude, he was still not even a vampire. Yet. Yeah, he wasn't even passenger 17 yet. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, white guys were jumping all over him before that. He didn't have to do taxes back then. <laughs> all right, fellas. Aaron, good to have you back with us. Hey, Welcome it's back. great to be back, Welcome I guess. Back. <laughs> yeah. Matt, good to have you back with us, too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Chai Town. Hey. Hey. Right. hey, you love it. All right, I'm going to say goodnight. I love you. My name is John Fahey. I am Aaron Pita, my comrades. <laughs> Brussel. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good day. Scarpins Avenue, a podcast network.